Dude, that was the weirdest experience. Next thing I knew, I was here at yeah, the gym. Dude, it was a really stupid weird stupid high? No, dude. No? Like, I had to... Because when I he said to... that to me, I was like, he must have been stupid high. No, dude, I had to smoke to, like, come back to reality. Shut I don't know what happened. When you're so high, getting high brings you down. Yeah. Which, by the know. way, well, I know it's not really, like, a weed show or whatever, yeah. but I got I got some weed the other day. Yeah. Um, I don't smoke often. I smoke... When I say I smoke, I smoke pretty much only at night, typically close to bedtime. Isn't it like vape though? Vaped? Well, I did for the past year. I had a, a vape that I've made this one cartridge yeah. last like fucking over a year, year oh, and yeah. a half. So like, because I barely hit it, I just tap it a little bit at night and go to bed. Yeah. But uh, I actually got like real bud, so like yeah, yeah. actual plant. Um, flower as it's called. Flower. Yeah. That broccoli. And uh, you're a farmer. Yeah, I'm a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> it's medicine. <laughs> yeah. It's just farm and some medicine. Here. Big plant guy. But I only smoke at night. Uh, but I, I smoked it for the first time last night. Most produ- I wouldn't, wouldn't most productive, best like buzz I've had in a while. Yeah. To where I was like, man, I feel good. Did you roll a joint or is no, it like out of a like a bong? almost like a bowl? Did you, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bought it off Amazon. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jeff bowl. Bezos. So, yeah. I would say, it like, this only started recently. Like, I, I think it was end of September, maybe, like, early October. Mm-hmm. I started smoking just as, like, something fun. To, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of getting drunk, especially, like, with powerlifting. Yeah. And, like, being... It affects your lifts and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, being committed to the gym, I was like, I want to still have fun. I want to be social. But I don't want to have to, like... I don't want it to impact performance to a point where I regret having fun. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll smoke. Like, I I can get high. I feel great the night before. I wake up. I'm fine. You feel totally normal. And then I started using it more as, like... Because I started using it more frequently just as, like, ah, it's, like, something to do. Like, I got time in between classes or whatever. And, like, if I need to go to class high, like, I can. Sometimes I got to. Yeah, I mean, like, caffeine. It's like I got ten minutes. If you masturbate, do I smoke? (laughs) Both? Both. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You hit the the both. (laughs) hit the both. I live alone, so, I mean, I can just lay on the couch, do whatever, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens first. <laughs> Which, am I going to burn this out yeah. or what? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I would do weed and caffeine started to be a really good combo for me. Like it, it it's was like, like an up or downer combo. Yeah. But <laughs> I, uh, so many people I know that take it or, you know, I smoke with pre-workout. Yeah. And I'm like, I, you know, I fucking zoned. The first time I ever tried, because um, I had a Delta 8 pen. That's what got me into it. I started using Delta 8 pens. and then Delta 8, is that... Maybe you know. Obviously, you're probably gonna know more than me because I've mm-hmm. never smoked it. But is that this? Is that THC technically? So, or is no. it a small percentage? So the reason it's legal is because there's a very low THC percentage. Gotcha. So I was looking at a um, Delta Eight, like gummy packet that the uh, the Nutrition Corner sells, and it said like the concentration was like 0.3 percent THC. My question is, if there's very little minuscule thc then what gets you a buzz or high like cbd never worked for right. me like or at least mentally maybe right. physically for my body it would but i don't know but you would get a buzz from it the delta yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah like you would be hot you feel oh. you are hot you're 100 like percent sniffing, sniffing fucking sharpies or something but yeah. it's so there's delta that's my eight. go-to <laughs> there's delta eight which has like lower thc percentage mm-hmm. delta nine is real weed and then delta 10 is like hemp weed 
Like, and we don't yeah. talk about Delta 11. Yeah. We don't. That's <laughs> classified. Classified. Fuck Delta 12. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but uh, back to what I was kind of saying, like it started as like, just like a pastime. Yeah. And then. America's pastime. I had, I, like I used to struggle with like an eating disorder. It was really bad. And I had been Too struggling. much food or too little? Oh, way too little. Too little, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah you were, you were uh, string bean getting into left and right. Skinny yeah, because I, I was 180 and then. I had a really tough time, and over the course of two months, I was 180 to 145. Like, and to me, like, if you have an eating disorder and you're watching this and, like, you don't want to hear about it, like, skip past this. But to me, it was like, you don't deserve food. It's like, it's so fucked up. But, like, every day was like, you have to wake up and you have to earn these these meals. Like, I had to earn breakfast. So I would wake up. Because like, you felt fat? Or is it, like... I hate like myself. a discipline of like, hey, you got to earn, you got to work for this food. Or it's like, oh, I feel fat. You don't deserve this at all. It was. So I, it was a breakup, right? That like initiated mm-hmm. this feeling. And it was like this deep rooted. It was peak anxiety, peak depression. Just like I felt terrible about myself because to me, it was like I knew this person was the one and I apparently was wrong. I'd never been so sure of something, yeah. and then I was wrong, and that, like, fucking rocked my world. Yeah. And so I was like, you don't deserve food. Like, there was one thing I could control, and, like, I have mild OCD, so, like, that played into it, and it was like, I have this control, and I can control my food. I can control what I eat. I was literally having, like, sub 1,000 calories a day. Shit. And I was, veg- I was very vegetarian at the time, too, oh. so it was even easier. And my fiber intake, I didn't know this until, like, much later. My fiber intake was so high because it was vegetarian stuff oh, shit. that the carbs that I was consuming were just getting shuttled out. Oh, yeah. Straight so that's how I lost out. all that weight. Colonoscopy. Yeah. Side note, because um, it kind of made me think about it. I don't know about if you, if you have, like, uh, things you think about. Like, when you were a kid or, like, middle school, high school, it is funny how, like, those uh, moments where – you know, you break up or a girl turns you down. You think that's like the World's fucking, over, the world dude. is over. My world was I remember, over, um, yeah. I remember at uh, like fourth grade, I got caught cheating and I didn't even like get an F or anything. It's just like one question, like the teacher saw, like told yeah. me like she knew I used an answer or something. And uh, I was walking around the school track at recess. I was like, man, my, my major league baseball career, done. You know, never going to like amount to shit. I was like, this is it. How am I going to recover from this? And then by lunch, I was like, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, uh, you know, same thing that with like girls, right? You know, you have a tough break. I'd be like, yeah. oh, fuck. Like, yeah. she's perfect. She's the one to yeah, like dude. six months later. Like, all right, this other girl's kind of cool, though, yeah, too. <laughs> she's kind of hot, time. too. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it, it was it was rough. But like, so I don't think that anymore. It's not like I like think I need to work to eat. Yeah, but I get to a point where I start to feel full, and if I if I used to get like really full back in that time, I would just make myself throw up. I'd be like, "Nah, you don't even get to have this." It was that bad, mm-hmm. and I've never told anyone that. So like, you guys are the first to hear yeah. about it. But now I'll get that feeling sometimes of like being full, and my immediate response is like, "Go throw up," and I'm like, "No, dude." And so now to avoid. Because I'll, I'll be like, it'll be at night. I come home, I'm like, damn, I, I'd have a good, I have two or three more Snack meals. time. I need to eat. Yeah. So I used to just, I would just smoke. I started just smoking before I ate. And I'd get super hungry, and it was perfect. And then school was, you know, starting to get more stressful with finals and everything. It's my, you know, my senior year, so I'm still figuring out, like, 
how I'm going to graduate on time and all this shit. And my uh, my academic advisor, if you if uh, she's definitely not going to see this, but fuck you, because you straight up told me <laughs> so much shit that I needed to do. She got fired because she was bad at her job. And yeah. the new academic advisor is like, I'm sorry, man, but like you didn't need to take this class. You can do this, like all these things. I'm like, I'm so I'm so relieved now. Like, thank you, but also. What the fuck? Like, mm. I just dropped $600 on a class that yeah. I didn't even need. I feel like I went through something like that, too. Yeah. Community college, though. But uh, when I think of a person in that position, I'm like, how'd you get this? Yeah. Is it because you suck at everything else? Well, I feel like most people Could you not that, be a teacher? Most people, I feel like, that work at universities that got the job pretty quickly after graduating from the university don't have any, like, any good skills. No. Any, any, because yeah. if they did, you, why do you, why would you go to university just to work at the university? Yeah. No one, no one graduates trying to work at a university. Yeah, dude. No one's yeah. like, yeah, I can't wait to work at a college. Yeah. Like, you graduate college to leave, not yeah. stay. Those are the people you don't want. But I found out that, like, some of my friends that have, that had her as an advisor as well, same shit happened. They're like, yeah, I had one or two classes I didn't even need to take to, like, to graduate. Yeah. But with finals and everything coming around and, like, trying to figure that out, I was, like, this is a couple of weeks ago. I was, like, peak stress. So I started, like, if I started to feel, like, overwhelmed, I would just smoke. Or if I had, like, I needed to do, like, five or six hours of studying, which was, like, it started to become a regular occurrence, I would just be, like, I, I, I do have a really bad problem with emotional forecasting is what it's called. Like, preemptively being, like, this is going to fucking suck. And I get anxious about it. So I would just smoke. And I'm, like, this is, I don't care. This is fine. And I would yeah. sl- I'd get it done. And then I'd pass my, I passed all my exams except one. Well, I passed it, but it didn't. Do you feel like that's a long-term good strategy, though? Is it Because it kind of leaves you dependent on yeah. a substance. So I take an SSRI, and my therapist was basically like, your dose is half of like a typical dose. We could up that to a normal dose, and then I think we should also add in, uh, it was Wellbutrin to help with just other things. And I'm like, I, th- I sat and thought about it for a while. I did research. I looked at, like, side effects, and I was like, fuck this, man. Like, I don't, wa- I don't like the idea of having to taper up to a point where my body gets used to a drug, and then I'm, you were, li- like, I'm literally dependent on that drug, because if I stop today... I would feel horrible for like at least a week and it'd mm. fuck with my brain chemistry. Like it's, I don't like pharmaceutical shit to fix my problems because I can smoke as much or as little as I want in a day and I know it works. And if I want to just stop smoking, then I can. I don't like the like dependency of the literal, like mental dependency of an SSRI or an opioid of some sort. Yeah. I'm not a doctor if you if you needed the disclaimer but I I I feel that way and you know I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion or if most people feel like the way that um I do cuz I agree with you yeah. like I feel like so many people get uh shoved pills especially like younger kids um and some you know some do need it you know depending yeah. on the level of you know depression or anxiety or things they're dealing with but you know there has to be a plan to eventually get you off the drug yeah. or help you develop strategies to cope with stress, time management, mm-hmm. um, emotional forecasting, yeah. different things, um, and mental, almost like mental training to improve these these issues you're developing or, you know, emotional um, training 
so that you don't rely on these drugs. Because like you said, not only do the drugs have tons of side effects, but you're relying on that and you have to hold that hand your entire life. And if, you know, if it, you know, you need to either up the dose or you come off briefly, you know, you get hit with even worse uh, scenarios. So, you know, I know some um, girl that's messaged me before um, that she messaged me as she was saying she's dealing with some like, you know, depression with uh you know like exercising because i think she was having some changes in her life graduating or whatever and she was like am i just being lazy with discipline or you know should i uh is it like depression because my parents wanted me to talk to a therapist and get you know whatever and i was telling her i was like you know there might be like a middle ground of some things you know but i mean if you're really like feeling bad about yourself and it's probably a different thing meaning depression but you know, maybe pushing through towards exercise might help alleviate some of those things. It's, you know, it's, it's a fine line. I'd have to look back at exactly the circumstance and what I told her. But months down the road, um, you know, she's on d- multiple antidepressants or whatever. Yeah. And I see her stories and it's just the most depressive, semi-suicidal, you know, yeah. crying out for help, TikToks and reels and stories. And, um, you know, I sent her a message a couple of like months ago or weeks ago, you know, supportive and, you know, hoping that she would come out of it, blah, blah. But yeah. it's just sad to see that, you know, these people feel helpless. You know, they feel like they get on these drugs and they still don't feel good. Yeah. And then you feel like, oh, if this is supposed to be the fix, then I guess there is no fix. Yeah. It's me. And, uh, you know, I feel like drugs should be like a last resort. Yeah. Um, if possible. But I feel like people want the quick solution and pharmacies, therapists, doctors are happy to give the quick solution kind of like an anti-inflammatory right you have a bruise well you could let your body over time deal with the you know slight pain discomfort bruise let it come down naturally or you could pump a bunch of NSAIDs and you know hurt your liver these other different processes in your body Mm -hmm. you know Um, not that you should never use modern medicine it's a blessing it's you know technology and advancement but at the same time there are some things that you should let your body and your mind work through and some things like that not, I'm not putting a blanket over everything or right. every medication out yeah, there, yeah. but a lot of these things, to me, in my opinion, seem like almost like a Band-Aid. Mm-hmm. You know, they should be yeah. temporary. Or temporary is relative, so if that's three months or three years. you know. But then, like you mentioned, maybe doing some other type of therapies of like building some type of like mental mm-hmm. you know, strategy to, to work through it with other... Yeah, like you know, get you over the hump and yeah. then swap the puzzle pieces. You yeah, know? it's like how yeah. can we attack this with you doing something, you know, a trigger that you can fix with yourself or with a habit or an action of Mm -hmm. some sort, you know. Like, have you ever talked to your therapist or has she provided, like, a system of, like, hey, here's what we can do so, like, three years down the road you aren't on this SSRI? Yeah, so... Let's put her on the spot or you on the spot. (laughs) Let's call her up. I've seen her... (laughs) Get her on the show. I started started seeing her when I was 17, so 2017. Um, So that's been about four years working with her. The first session we had, um, we, I told her how I was feeling, described everything. She asked me questions, whatever. And she's like, yeah, I don't think it's any surprise to tell you you have generalized anxiety disorder. And I was like, that's what I thought, but it's good to hear from like a professional. And she's like, yeah, you know, like I totally understand that. I'm, I'm basically validating you, but you do have it. It's not just me saying that because like I'm trying to make you feel better. Yeah. But the first thing she recommended me was an SSRI. And I get really frustrated with stuff like that because it's like if you get injured and you go to the doctor 
usually the doctor says, here's your method of recovery, right? Like if I, if I got a, this is a perfect example. I hurt my, uh, my ankle when I was running really heavy, uh, about a year and a half ago. I went to the doctor and I'm like, what, you know, what should I do? They didn't tell me take Oxycontin and like, Mm -hmm. you know, it should just make it stop hurting. You know what I mean? Like, no, they were like, all right, you're going to hop off your foot for about two weeks. You're going to come back. We're going to reassess. You know, we ran, they ran some scans, whatever. But it's like when it's something physical, they're like, ah, I don't fucking know. Just like rest and figure it out. Well, people forget, yeah, that like especially with physical things, like you said, it's a yeah. good analogy because we understand that when you break something, it's painful. Yeah. And over time, the pain, the swelling, the immobility – it slowly comes back, right? Yeah. You know, you start to slowly feel better. But with the mind, it's like, oh, we're just supposed to go to depressed, frustrated, yeah. anxious to better. It's like there there probably is a system to where you you are in a depressive state. You had, you know, an incident. You know, you, you broke up with your girlfriend. You lost your job. Yeah. Whatever goes on, you should feel pain. You have, like, a bad thing happen to you that's normal. That's, you know, makes sense. Over time, you should slowly tar- start to take steps, examine the situation, and, you know, it's not easy, yeah. but look towards positive uh, outcomes, different steps you can take, lean on different habits or positive passions, things like that, to slowly alleviate pain, um, take it away from your mind, mm. uh, focus on different things, and that's like your recovery process, like you said. Like, I feel like the mind, when you have something traumatic happen, like, that was traumatic for me. That whole breakup, not that anything happened bad. It's just like, like I was saying, I was for sure that this was the relationship for the rest of my life. And then it ended up not being the case at the time. I mean, obviously now, you know, we're back together and it's like we're moving in together next year. So it's safe to say it's, it's pretty damn good. But like I was, I felt like I was still a kid and I've definitely matured a lot since then, but I felt like a kid. And I needed to grow up, and that's kind of why it, it ended up needing to split was because we both needed to grow in our own ways. But with something like that, if I broke my ankle, you're going to give me all these ways to like, yeah, it's broken. You're going to need to take some time just to let it heal. But as soon as it heals, that broken bone is going to be a formerly broken bone for the rest of your life. It's going to hurt some days, but here's how we're going to go about making sure that you recover in the best way possible and you minimize the pain as much as possible. I think mentally you need to try to do the same thing. It shouldn't be, here's an SSRI, you know, go fuck off. Because the first thing I told my therapist was, I don't want to go on medicine. I want to take like the most natural approach to this. So that was in 2017. And I started taking an SSRI in March of 2020. So three years of therapy and then I was like okay it's gotten substantially worse recently let me take this SSRI and it became like it it worked and I started then I started running and then I started exercising and at the time I had a friend uh, Christian Geary shout out to him because he taught me like he got me into all this he's the reason I would say he's the reason I'm in here today to talk about like whatever he taught me like all the basics of diet rest recovery he made me do yoga he made me like meditate and like uh we did uh what are they called affirmations yeah like i had a note card in my mirror for probably six months that was like it was i am and then i had a list of things 
that I wanted to like basically affirm to myself, I am strong, I am happy, I am whatever. And I would say like three or four months into that, dude, I felt the best I've ever felt. And that was like, obviously the SSRI was introduced, but I took all of the other steps to ensure a long-term happiness. And so today when I have an issue with like, like if I would have mentioned my eating disorder around that time, like I would have gone like fight or flight, like panic mode. Now I've like come to terms with it. I've thought about it. I've talked to people about it and it's not an issue for me. Like I I can be like, yeah, it happened. And here's how I went about dealing with it. I just, I, I don't know. I don't like the whole force a drug on you to fix your problems. It's late. I think it's lazy. Yeah, it is lazy. And I've had a couple of friends who I can think of one friend in particular. He's got something wrong up there. Like he's just really anxious, really depressed (laughs) all the time. dude. And so they've like been experimenting with different shit for like four years to a point now where recently, like the last time I talked to him, he was taking lithium. Damn. Like every day he was taking lithium. And I'm like, damn, bro. Like, I feel like at that point, if you get to that point, the doctors have got to fuck your brain up so much with all these different drugs they're trying on you for like six month stints, year long stints. And then, dude, now Well, we talked about it. um, Me and Austin, like, we know like some people, you know, that are on a certain number of pills and they just almost feel like zombies, you know? Yeah, dude. It it totally, like, there's definitely some drugs where you lose your personality. And I was so worried about that. But I felt like more myself after. That's good, yeah. But uh, not to, because we could drag on this for like yeah. talk about yeah. it forever. But uh, in a lighthearted sense. That's why I like weed. That's no, basically I know. what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, I know. We went, we went all around that. <laughs> oh, you smoke but, cool. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I smoke anyway. like daily at this Anyway, yeah. uh, everyone's Christmas is good. Yeah, yeah. pretty good. Oh, I don't want let's, to Let's go around. And uh, one, one, your either favorite gift or an interesting gift that you got that maybe surprised you. Uh... I guess I'll say I'll start with most or the gift that I'm most excited about is a book that I got from my wife. Right. I also got a book from Kathy, my one of my clients, that second in line. Mm-hmm. But uh, this one is called "You Might Know the Guy." His name's Jocko. Oh, oh. shit! <laughs> it's uh, extreme, extreme guy extreme ownership Jocko. is the name of the book, yeah. and uh, just started reading. I'm like. 20 pages in, started it last night, and uh, it's pretty good. I always get nervous with his book and David Goggins because I'm like, is it the written version of that? Like, do I get the same pop from reading it? Yeah. Yeah. Or you do? With his, yeah. You can definitely tell he wrote it. It wouldn't like somebody else writing it for him. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. Like yeah. it's like it's like his verbiage. Yeah. His, like you can you can almost when you read it, you, you almost read, read his, his voice. voice. Yeah. yeah, I figured so. Yeah, I've been recommended that book. A lot of times. Apparently, yeah. that's a very, very good book. The reason, and because Sarah got it for me, not because she knew I wanted it. Well, yeah. she, yes, she did because she asked me, but like I told her, I was like, hey, if, she's like, what kind of book do you want? I was like, that's probably the next on my list. I have a few others as well. But, you know, I think things that will help me, I guess, give me triggers. I always mention this yeah. is like triggers are things that I can realize that I'm doing or not doing to fix. And I think one yeah. is like ownership, leadership, or just like, taking ownership of like my actions, realizing, you know, I'm sure the book's going to get more into detail of like, you know, you're what you, what you do. I feel like it's slow. Uh, you take responsibility for your, you know, 
yeah, or your why life, your life is this way doing. or why your life is that way or whatever. Yeah. I feel like you and me specifically um, are similar in that way where we almost need brief um, spikes of either like negative motivation or like shit talking, either, yeah. you know, self shit talking or, or little books or, or podcasts that like mm. fire us up to almost like spike just a little bit more habitual uh, discipline or a yeah. little bit more yeah. this, a little bit more that. And so over time, like a year from now, you're way more disciplined than mm-hmm. before. A year ago, maybe you would look at that bike and be like, oh, let's do it tomorrow. Yeah. Versus now you'll still come at 9 p.m. and get it done. Of course. Yeah. You know, and it's it's like over time, you're a different person. It's not, you know, oh, I just start something now. It's just the more yeah. times you hear it, eventually you, you beat the, the horse dead and you, you it change. It becomes normal. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I definitely think, and I'm sure everybody's got people around you and I try and keep myself. I mean, we mentioned before the show even got started that like we have like we're pretty tight on like who we let around us and yeah, you know, friends or just acquaintances. Like I'll have acquaintances that I'll say, "Hey, what's up to?" But like, as far as like their energy and like their like, I guess their mindset for the most part. Reading these books only helps like solidify like, "Hey, I'm not wrong for going and riding on Christmas because I have a goal," you know, uh, because that, that was a big thing for me. It was like I woke up, I was like. I probably should go hang out with my People family. People almost want to make you feel bad for... But I realize I have goals. Yeah. You know, I'm accountable for that. Nobody's going to go ride the bike for me. And, like, yeah. not... That's just one scenario. Yeah. But, yeah, like, yeah. it helps affirm that the decisions I make that might not be normal to most people yeah. are what's going to be needed to see my best, at least. Yeah. I think you're very lucky to have a partner that, like... Like, that's a super thoughtful gift. Yeah. Like, for someone... She knows I'm a bitch, so she yeah. bought the book. She's like, hey, bitch. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> but, like, knowing that, like, that's going to help you yeah. better yourself, like, how that's so amazing that, yeah. you're, that you're, your partner would get you something to help you better yourself. Because, yeah. like, dude, I could get you some fucking shoes. Like, I could get you a jacket. Yeah. But, like, something like that, that's such a thoughtful gift. Yeah, and she got me, uh, you know, not to, like, put Sarah on a pedestal because... <laughs> <laughs> no, we know Kathy's on the first. Yeah, Ka- Kathy. She's definitely. Uh, yeah. She's my numero uno. She's my mom. Who's Sarah? <laughs> yeah. Who's who's? Yeah. No, I told my mom she's out, dude. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Lose my number. She's definitely moving down. <laughs> but yeah. uh, Sarah, she bought me a because I mentioned it that I was going to buy like pants for riding and stuff. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll just wear a hoodie. So she ended up buying me like a bike jacket. Yeah, I like nice. the jacket. So yeah. uh, pretty warm. She was like, you know, so you can continue riding while it's cold. I was yeah. like, oh shit. Yeah, it's, it's pretty warm. Yeah. yeah. We'll wear it today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Good I shit. think it's your turn now. Oh fuck, we can, we can move uh, clockwise. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was trying to think because I did ask the question. Some of it, like you said, like Maddie asked, like, "What do you want?" So I kind of gave her some items. Like, you know, I feel like that's better than than buying you shit and you being like, "Of course you're grateful," but like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not something you could use. Like, they want to buy you something you can use, and you want something you can use. So uh, one side note is uh, she got me like a coffee kind of like sampler from this one roaster I sent her. And um, I was nervous when uh, – because I, I saw the box because it came to the gym. You checked the expiration, expiration dates immediately. No, no. You bought me six-month-old <laughs> coffee. No, but I was nervous that uh, – because she, she – I thought she knew this. She told me later she didn't know, but I don't want blends. I like single-origin coffee. They're just a little bit more unique, vibrant, blah, blah, blah. So – I was nervous that she bought me like a blend or something, but she actually got um, it's these four like smaller bags, so they're not your typical twelve, sixteen ounce bags of coffee. So it's like lower like four, six ounce bags. So it's good because my attention span with coffee, you know, it's like energy drinks pre workout, right? Mm-hmm. Like you might really like 
all or nothing walk the line. But you might be like, hey, I want to swap it with Cherry Freeze every yeah. now and again. Maybe even a little D-pump action. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so that was cool. The other thing my parents got me, uh, I, I just told them like one pair of shoes I wanted. And they were like, if we got you two, what colors are you thinking? So I got one Asics pair and one Brooks, which is nice because nice. even though I'm injured right now, which kind of you know sucks, I'm slowly working back. And the bigger thing is I've always worn like Hoka's and like those. And I feel like shoes are kind of like phones, like all phones are great. You know, none of them are going to shit the bed, yeah. but it's like personal preference. Some a little bit better here. Yeah. You got to find your right flow. Right. So, uh, you know, it'd be cool to try some different brands. Um, and then the other thing that many got me back up a little bit, some fun socks. Oh, hell yeah. So, uh, I just flashed the camera, but it was, uh, <laughs> these Pepsi socks. Why Pepsi? I'm, I'm a big Pepsi guy. I don't really, really? I don't really I fucking not care. Pepsi here. Yeah. Oh, I don't drink soda here. I don't really drink it that often, but usually- Can't let them see me. I know. I can't let them see me slacking. <laughs> of um, course, they're diets. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, better than diet is zero. Pepsi Max, which nice. is zero. It's their zero. Oh, okay. But the black can, that one fucks. Really? Yeah, it's full flavor. I'm going to need to try that one. Yeah. Pepsi- I'm a big Pepsi guy. Coke is okay, I but Pepsi to me is is less like strong acidity. Yeah, and then also it's just a little sweeter and more mellow. Mm. So I'm a big Pepsi guy. Um, and Maddie is too, luckily. So uh, nice. we'll usually get either get Pepsi Max or uh, Diet Dr Pepper as like a you know diet hack if you yeah. want to call it like that. But um, anyway, that another pair is like dinosaurs with Christmas sweaters, kind of cool. And then uh. uh it's like these reindeers with horns, and it says horny on them. Yeah. I saw so those. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> as soon yeah, as I came slap. in, I was like, I like your yeah. socks. <laughs> yeah, those are pretty good. <laughs> those made me laugh. But, uh, yeah, fun socks are good because, A, you know, I, I need some, like, longer socks that aren't, like, athletic for, like, mm. you know, wearing jeans or going out. But then also, um, I'd like to, like, mix them in maybe when on, like, a race day for trail runs yeah. or, um, or just trail running in general. Mm. I don't know how these will last because they're not super thick for athletic running, and she didn't know, like, I would yeah. mix them in for that. But I, I'm sure they can make a few runs at least. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so good Christmas, good times. It's always fun to um, – the older I've gotten, everyone loves getting gifts. But I feel like each year I'm a little bit more excited about giving gifts and, like, mm. the reaction yeah. and being, like, creative with the gift uh, more than I am about uh, receiving, which I felt like – not that people were, like, lying when they say that, but, like, it is kind of like a thing. When you get older, you realize, damn – I'm not really going to get gifts from Santa anymore, you yeah. know, and, uh, you know, stockings are a little bit slimmer and your parents aren't, you know, you're expected to start buying some gifts for uncles and aunts and things yeah. like that. And you're like, oh, fuck. I mean, yeah. sure, you've been there mm -hmm. by now, but uh, and nieces and things yeah, like that. Yeah, he's but, calling uh, you old is what he's saying. Yeah. 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 So I. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's all good times. Good times with family. Um, hope every all the listeners out there, all you all you cool kid cats and kittens out there had good christmas well what'd you get peyton oh uh, yeah we didn't get to him no, damn you were shutting him, shutting i'm just over here giving a monologue no, everyone <laughs> gives a shit um so as i get older i think i start to ask for way more like functional things yeah so things i can use more frequently so like got a bidet dude nah. <laughs> i use dude wipes yeah, and you gotta get the bidet. Have you you've used the one here, right? Yeah, it's it's a little bit messier than I wanna. Because it's water. Is? Yeah, because it gets all over the cheeks. Oh. And then you gotta do you wipe go? Do you go crazy hard with the spray? But still, even if you don't, it still. Do you guys like, not it line it up that well? And sprays out like yes, that. yeah, that's what I'm saying. A little bit and pressure. Yeah. Your cheeks. Yeah. You have to like dab down everything. Your whole body. Yeah, but it's like not. Dripping. But it's better than you know using a wipe or. Oh, of course, but yeah. It's, it's literally just pat it dry and it's basically good. So. 
pull a wet hand back, it's like, oh. Yeah. What are you using? One sheet? Well, no. Well, I don't use the whole roll. No, yeah. I don't either. But it's still going like through. I'll have to make a tutorial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, look, yeah. Look, look down here. Yeah, look at the GoPro in there. <laughs> Go <laughs> clean. Yeah, clean asshole. But uh, uh, dude wipes, do you keep those on you everywhere you go? Even like no, out and no. about? Those are. You're not supposed to flush them, though, right? No, you can flush they them. They say flushable, but I've also heard that you're still not supposed to flush I flush them. I use them at my just my yeah. place. But. I didn't get that for Christmas, uh, yeah. but the functional stuff I asked, like, so I have my mock meet on Wednesday. Yeah. So my knee sleeves, the Anaka Power sleeves. I saw sleeves, you get new knee sleeves. Yeah. The Anaka Power sleeves, you know, they've, they've held up, and they're not bad, you know, but they're not, like, no shade to Anaka, but they're not real sleeves, you know what I mean? Which like, ones you get? The new ones. I would the say The new that. ones are SBDs. I mean, oh. not because I don't think Anaka is probably, like, a serious brand, but they're they're a brand. They're a very new brand. Yeah, and they're there's aesthetic like overperformance. Aesthetic they're, overperformance. They're like a streetwear gym brand. So mm-hmm. like, I would yeah. definitely go hardcore, lifting, no bells and whistles, like yeah. brand for sleeves or wraps 100%. or something like that yeah. before I'd go with them. Which is what I I I ended up asking for, uh, SBD sleeves, mm-hmm. and shout out Santa. Shout out Santa. yeah, Santa, the big man, Santa the big up. man up in the in the North Pole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh. I've heard uh, the Enzer ones are like rubber bands. Dude. Oh my god. So there's a is uh you know Alex the uh last name. Or he comes name. here occasionally. Oh Williams. The power lifter like Black Dude Short yeah, Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he has the Enzers. <laughs> 725? Yeah, dude, that guy. He Fuck. he so I literally this is the first time I met this dude. He's squatting next to me. You know, I was here. I was like yeah. benching like one eighty five. This dude's got like four or five reds on each side. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck, man? I know. So he's he's warming up Almighty with those sleeves, and then he slaps on the SBDs, same ones I got now. And then he gets to his top set, he takes the SBDs off, <laughs> and he slaps on the Enzers. Puts on the cheat codes. <laughs> because the Enzers, I've seen videos of people putting the Enzer uh, sleeve like just on a table and putting like 45-pound plate on the top and it not like dropping. Oh, like that shit is like... yeah. It's, that it's the almost that, the effectiveness of like the wraps. They're the you, ones Jahan put on and had to cut off. Oh shit! Fuck, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. But Jahan tries to go. You know he wears like size small, like in like SPD. It's he based, somehow fits the small. It's based on. off of the circumference of your knee. Well, of course it is. But still, he's got some ham hocks. Yeah. So like <laughs> got small knees though. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. My uh, to be a bodybuilder. <laughs> my yeah. coach has I think either medium or larges, and they yeah. fit his knee. But the ratio for his calves against his uh, like quads is fucked up, yeah. so like it's tight as fuck on his quads and his hamstrings, and it's a little loose on the calves. Need to grow them calves, but big dog. Yeah, but uh, that was very. That was like fuck. So it's so much relief, but um, that it's, was my favorite like material yeah. gift. My most thoughtful gift. Um, so a couple months ago, uh, Mackenzie and I were both financially struggling and uh we had a bunch of bills we had to pay coming up soon and uh we were getting stressed out because we're like fuck dude holidays are coming and i'm like i'm struggling to just get this bill paid and uh we sat down this is the most mature shit i've literally ever done in my life we sat down and we talked about it and we both mutually agreed we're not buying each other anything i just want like write me a love letter like just something a little simple and so that's what we did. And Christmas, she came over that night, and we, you know, exchanged our letters. And her uh, her parents got me a, a fifth of my favorite 
uh, alcohol, which is uh, Jack Daniels Tennessee Honey Whiskey. And I had some of that mixed with like Arnold Palmer, and she had a little bit of wine. So, you know, we had a good buzz reading the love. It was just like, it was such a great time. And there was like really no money put into it. Yeah. Like it was just straight. Like I sat down for probably like 45 minutes and wrote out this letter. And I it's think just like stuff like that is so, to me, is so much better than like, ah, oh, let's drop like mm-hmm. 2K and go on a trip cool. to wherever. Yeah, I usually write Maddie a letter for Valentine's Day rather than just, you know, and recently I've gotten her like, okay, that and flowers yeah. or that and strawberries. But I'll take her out to eat or something. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Like, no, I mean, we ain't going balling. No. But no, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that shows that y'all are mature and not insecure in y'all's relationship to where y'all don't have to and show each other. Don't make off. a yeah. stupid financial decision, yeah. you know? People Dude, spend off keeping up with the joneses or things like that that's that's the thing that made it so great was like the relief of knowing that i'm going to be able to pay my bills and i'm still going to have a wonderful holiday with you yeah is better than anything you can buy me and we both felt the same way and it ended up being my perfect probably my favorite christmas gift i've ever gotten because it was cry no i didn't damn I could I couldn't tell you the last time I cried. I get so high I don't cry. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking just, what's well, yeah. this fucking dry eyes. Dude, I was pretty <laughs> It's just the season. When the marathon shit happened, I was pretty close to crying that day cuz I my car got towed and then I got to the tow place oh, and I remember that. Screw dude, I saw your tire. story on like a couple stories. Dude, <laughs> was, was this the day I ran the marathon? Yeah, this motherfucker dude. was I don't think I saw this. His balls kicked in left oh, and right. Shit. Okay, I'll tell this story real, real quick. quick. Break it down. So, Richmond Marathon, I live on Broad. And it was one of the, it was Third Street. Yeah. I was parked on Third. And oh, you can't park on Broad because there's signs up saying that yeah, the marathon's course, there. Yeah. You can't park on Grace because there's signs that say they're marathon there. But the night before, Mackenzie and I got back in around 1 a.m. because we had had like a, a social event with some friends. So she was going to stay with me. I was like, you don't drive your car. Like, I'll drive and we'll have one car. So it's less likely to get towed. It's less of an issue. Whatever. So the night before we get there, we get out. I look, looking up and down the block to see if there's signs. Mind you, at 1 a.m., the, technically the morning of, the entire block on both sides of the street is filled with cars. Go to bed, come down in the morning around 9, 9.30. The whole block is towed. The entire fucking block. <laughs> and now signs are up. Right? No one can get to this side of Belvedere either. Got him. <laughs> no one can get to this side of Belvedere either. So we have to walk to her place two miles away. So we get there, and then all of the, like, ways, Google Maps, whatever the fuck, none of them would register that there was a race going on. So to get to this place that was 12 minutes away, now it's a 30-minute drive. Because every time we get close to getting to where we need to go, Locked. road is closed. I'm like, God fucking damn it. So I get there, $118. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't even, like, I didn't have that money to spend. You're like, do you take Bitcoin? I was like, fuck. Yeah, dude, all right, I'll pay it. And then the lot yeah. is, it's a mile-long lot, and mm-hmm. I'm at the very back of it. So it's it, at this point, it's mm-hmm. just icing on the cake. I get to my car. I check it to make sure, you know, everything's all right. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a screw in my back tire. Completely flat. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you fuckers. You popped my tire. Mm-hmm. You towed me for no reason. What the fuck? So I go back in. I'm, like, pissed. And I'm like, who do I need to talk to about the damages y'all caused my vehicle? And they're like, whoa, you won't have you fill out this damage sheet and the manager will call you on Monday because it's a weekend, not in town. Like, 
All right, whatever. So I walk back to my car. I got a spare, and it's not like a bike tire like a lot of cars are. It's a real tire. Mm -hmm. So I jack it up. I take off the tire, and I go to put the new one on. Dude, it's a Jeep, so the suspension drops as you lift it. So it's just staying the same height as the car is rising, and I can't get the tire on. So I got to go ask the dudes that work there, hey, do you have a jack? And they got to bring over this, like, big crank mm -hmm. jack that, like, lifts it way higher than my shitty little one could have. This is, like, now three or four hours in at this yeah. point. I am pissed. I'm having the worst day imaginable. So he helps me put it on, whatever. And then, I'm like, all right, man, I, like, thank you for your help. Um, I'm going to leave in a little bit. He's like, okay. So I call my mom, tell her what the deal is. Because I was supposed to be in short pump to work landscaping at 10 a.m. for my grandparents. Mm -hmm. So... I call my mom, like, hey, mom, like, got it all figured out. I'm headed home, whatever. Go out in my car. Oh, now my car won't start. Nice. So I'm like, fuck me, dude. With battery or something? Yeah, the battery died, I guess. Fuck. So I had to ask them to jump my car. They jump my car. I drive it uh, to Short Pump. Week goes by. Uh, no one calls me about the damages. So I call them. I get. I leave a voicemail, and they call me back. And we're talking, and they basically go, in order to to uh, make a claim, there has to be some level of driver negligence. And as much as pop tire sucks, you know, putting it down on a screw, that's like a foreign object. That's, it's not really driver negligence. And I'm like, well, why the fuck do you have screws in the lot where you place hundreds of cars daily? Mm -hmm. Like, that is negligence on the owner's part. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, there's some things in life you got to eat the dick. But it gets yeah, worse. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. They're like, yeah, legally we're not liable. And I'm like, ah, okay. We'll see about that. Because I'm, you know, I'm in a few legal classes right now, and I'm like, no, I can prove negligence on your part. So I'm pull a legally blonde. <laughs> my grandpa's a lawyer. So a day or two later, my car's not. My car's fucked now. Like my car kicked the bed. Like the next week, there was just a lot of problems with the old car. But my, I go to my grandparents that same day to do landscaping now because I got to make up for the time I didn't do it. And I go and I'm talking to my grandpa about this. And he's like, it sounds like you could, you could probably win that case. But you got to think of like the money you're going to get back. Cause court costs. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's not worth the it. The court costs Jeez. are, are going to be higher than the depreciated value they're going to give you of for course. the tire. But before we even talk about that, he goes, what towing company is it? And I go, oh, it's, it's this towing company. And he goes, I would recommend you don't do that because I represent them. And I go, fuck. Oh, nice. So moral of the story, so they, I got my dick kicked in yes. over and over and over again. We have those days. And you paid your grandpa pretty much because he's on retainer for them probably. So <laughs> deep down, the money went back to him. Yeah. Thanks, son. Or grandson. Yeah. yeah. So nice. that's that story. That was nice. fucking horrible. But I'm glad you enjoyed the race because yeah. I was not in Oh, I didn't. I did and I didn't. I got, I got, I was gonna I got a dick kick too. You know what well, bothered me a lot too? I was going to come watch you. Yeah. And I couldn't. I was kind of looking for um, – you know, so, well, I don't expect to have a big fan base, but I was like, yeah. you know, maybe one or two people. Like, made it, so I'll see. I know, but <laughs> I, I did. I, I thought this. I'd see uh, Miles because I saw Miles was at a yeah. corner. Yeah. I don't know how long he was there. You know, what time, or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
But I, th- I kept kind of looking for just tall, lanky, light-skinned dude. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and uh, I never passed. It's kind of hard to miss. I, I yeah. get it. Like, with uh, a race like that that's six hours long, four hours long for you, what was it three hours? Three and under four forty-nine. So, like, that's a lot of time not knowing, especially if you didn't know your pace or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, when the fuck's he going to come through? And yeah. I probably already missed him looking down yeah. at my well, phone. Well, Maddie, you know? um, she texted me. I was at, like, mile 14. She texted me. She's like, all right, we're at mile 13. I'm like, I've already passed that, <laughs> but the splits that was texting her real time, the whatever uh, uh, software they used fucked delayed. up and it was delayed. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um, anywho, yeah, yeah, I did have a good Christmas though. Good man. Yeah. My uh, my mom wasn't feeling well Christmas day, and uh, we usually go to my grandparents right after. Too much eggnog, dude. She woke up feeling too. bad, and we were like, "Fuck, is it COVID?" Like. We took she took like a at home COVID test. Yeah. She's got like we've got a bunch at my parents' place. Test negative. Mm-hmm. But we get to my grandparents. We're wearing masks now because we're like let's just be careful. Because my aunt's there. She had leukemia, so you know we don't want to. That was a long time ago, but yeah. she's immune compromised. Like she can't even get the vaccine. So we're like you know let's be safe. It's also my grandparents are old. Let's just play it safe. And so we get there, and my mom is like really upset. Pulls my. My grandma outside, and she's like, I got to go home. I'm like, I am not feeling good. It's getting worse. She's like, all right. She comes inside, and she goes, all right, everyone, get out, because I'm making the executive decision. We're either Christmas all together or no Christmas at all. Sure. Mm-hmm. So she sent us all home, and uh, we're going to have our big family Christmas, I think, Tuesday night. And that's, I was hoping there was a good ending to this story. <laughs> yeah, that's usually like my grandparents make some good money. Good. So... Those are usually some some great gifts. But beyond that, I also told my mom like earlier this year, I was like, there's not much I want. Yeah. Like if I can just spend the holidays with everyone in one spot, that's that's a gift for me. Mm-hmm. I don't need shit. Like I don't as long as I'm safe, I'm well fed, and I'm happy for the most part, I don't need other shit. I don't need all this material shit. And that I'm not saying that to like shame. People who are like, I want this and this and this. Yeah. Like, that's fine. But I'm at a place where I'm like, I just want to be around y'all. Because, like, I don't I don't want you to sp- I feel almost bad when I'm like, you're spending money on me. Like, that's your... Mo- time is money, so you're basically spending time on me. And mm-hmm. it's like, just give me your real time. Like, just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Well, that's a good spot to be. Yeah. Side note, it made me think about, um, you know, <laughs> I saw, like, a funny meme. My brother, he was in town, reminded me of it. Um yesterday about it but uh you know like the symptoms for like the omicron is like fatigue and uh soreness and it's like oh sounds like after a hard day's work you yeah know? right that's <laughs> yeah. why people are afraid yeah. of it you know <laughs> well she it, it just ended up being like a cold yeah, yeah. and she yeah. got over you never like, know with, the next yeah. or yesterday she woke up totally fine yeah Damn, dude! Like yeah. it's, but it's it's scary because normally yeah, you sneeze, you start freaking out. If if COVID had never happened, she'd be sick like that, and we would just be like tough it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's whatever. It's just a cold. But because there's the possibility, it scares everyone. Yeah. Everyone like, if I get so much as a sniffle, I'm like, well, fuck, dude. Like, am I okay? Like, do I have COVID? Like, yeah. I, I don't want COVID. And I got like six friends. Didn't you get it? Jan- yeah, I got it in yeah. January. Dude, I'm like the Matrix Dodger. Yeah, me too. I'm fucking yeah. You and me are like. Yeah. The thing you is, almost though, had I, it, I, I swear, I I swear, I already had it though. Yeah, but so you many negative. signs. You probably yeah. did. 
Honestly. Nah, he so was I, negative. You had the you didn't have any antibodies. No, right? yeah, yeah, no antibodies. But like maybe my body just got rid of them quick. Yeah, I got tigers. <laughs> the test, I mean, possibly. The test, yeah. yeah. The test just shuts it out, yeah. man. But fucking, here's the thing. I was talking to. I forget who the fuck I was talking to. Maybe my girlfriend, or not my girlfriend, my wife. Oh, uh, fucked it up. Maybe nah. my girlfriend. Not uh, no, Jessica. Uh, never mind. I mean, uh, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. But I screenshotted back in April. I was coughing blood in the mornings. Jeez. Did I ever tell you that? No. Okay. Well, yeah, I remember coughing blood for a few days in a row in the morning. Not, when I say blood, not like splattered blood, like right. a little not like loogie blood. This past April, or you This mean, past April. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. And then in. Beginning late June, early July, that's when I found out I had the blood clot. Yeah. Uh. And, you know, obviously COVID, blood clots, whatever, fucking, I don't know. But I never really got sick, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never lost my taste, never lost my sense of smell. Everybody else, everybody in my family's gotten COVID. Sarah got COVID. Everybody else in my family's yeah. gotten COVID. Except me. My Dude, I'm telling you, Iron Built's the oasis. <laughs> it's the, the, the building's immune. It's like almost yeah. like a magnet. Well, right? I mean, yeah. I think COVID really kicked it into my brain that like bro take care of your health yeah and I, i've like relayed this information and my the stronger family. your body is the yeah. stronger it's gonna just fight that shit off dude the way i think of it is like the healthier i am the more longevity i have in life yeah, right? yeah. the longer i'm alive the more time i can spend with family the more time i can spend with friends like people i care about so to me i want to prioritize that because i just i want to spend as much time with cool people as possible I can't do that if I'm fucking dead. So yeah. I exercise, I eat right, I drink water, I take my vitamins. You know what I mean? Like another way I'm not I risky see it making big risks or anything. You know? Is I, I like it's like a two twofold, I guess. Is like mm -hmm. yes, longevity, and even if I don't live long, at least I'm living like pushing myself. Yeah, that's the way I've seen it yeah. lately. It's like man, I could just be just riding coattail, feel better, coattail yeah. riding, just like hoping shit happens. It's like there's no, a I'm time and a place to relax, push myself, right? but. I think I still have that same mentality of like you got to work for there that is relaxation. yeah well that's I thought about that earlier when you were talking about it like because I was thinking yesterday it's not from like an eating disorder but I think yeah. there's a fine line where I was like you know if I'm gonna crush at this like family dinner yeah I need to fucking train hard like yeah, this morning yeah, yeah. I was like you know what this last set of lunges I'm going to failure yeah because I want to have go. that apple pie yeah you know it's not like a sense of like you know I feel bad about myself or whatever but it's like you know like you said yeah. you got to earn it you got to earn your your rest times you well, got to earn your vacation. You don't you have know? that mentality. You let yourself get well. Out people of shape. act like you know life overweight. is yeah. People act like life is just supposed to be lollipops and and happiness and always yeah. good times. It's not. You know you have to have shit times to have great times. Mm. And uh, obviously you want more on the positive end. Yeah. But but there's there you know working out is such a great analogy for so many things. And mm -hmm. you know you put your body through a lot of stress and hard work to build back later and to yep. feel better, to look better, to feel better, have longevity, all these things we talk about, you get those results after the work. You don't get it during the work. Yeah. You know, you have you have to pay the dues every day and it's every day. You know, yeah. you know, you can't just pay it once or or get, you know, a pill to fix yeah. it or whatever. Um, but yeah, to your point, like you know, I think a lot of people have figured out that oh, like health and exercise these things are important mm -hmm. they take that self-responsibility there's a lot of people still kicking the bucket yep. you know and complaining and just flipping channels on the news or checking twitter and you know i don't know as far as me i've just because like you don't have to do what we do yeah like you don't you could just work out twice a week 30 minutes yeah and just try and like 
cut back on a few snacks. It's not even like you got to eat, you know, Jenny Craig every yeah. day. You know, it's not that. It's not that hard. Yeah. You know, I think at the very least, like, go on a walk. Yeah. You know, just get yeah. some. Yeah. Ten some minute time walk outside. a day. That'll yeah. change change a lot. Yeah. I mean, one thing that I I think I'm gonna start doing is walks after like really big meals. Um. I've heard that digestion. Helps a lot with, yeah, yeah, I've heard that helps a lot with digestion. It bowels. Yeah. But uh I've really actually I've really been focused on digestive health recently. Like I started taking digestive en- enzymes mm-hmm. and uh shitting your brains out. No, dude. Like I feel good. Like Consistent. I feel like I Has it changed the uh the hardness or softness of mm-hmm. of your bowels? No. Yeah. Because I have these Or your stool, I should say. The way I think about it is like I'm putting all this fuel in and yeah. I want it to be as optimal as possible. And the way that that happens is through your digestion. So if your digestion is on point and you're utilizing all the stuff you're eating, of course, then you should see. Well, you having digestion problems before? You just feel more efficient now. I just feel more efficient. It yeah. actually, the biggest thing for me is my energy levels feel a lot better. Like I feel more consistently awake. Mm-hmm. I don't go through these like ebbs and flows as heavy as I I was doing during school and not taking digestive enzymes. I also started using a, a GDA the glucose yeah. disposal agent which it kind of just helps to like regulate your insulin sensitivity and especially if you're like i'm not intentionally bulking you know but like i'm trying to get stronger i'm trying to get bigger so i gotta kind of bulk technically yeah and that's been a game changer too i've used it before um and i when i was doing bodybuilding i'm gonna see if i can find these pictures but <laughs> my leg size within like i think it was a month I had a I had a check in a month later, and my leg size was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. You got them newbie gains, though, dude. But like, I, that's when I first ever started using that, like with my carbs GDA, and everything. Right? A GDA, yeah. dude. I had I had people messaging my coach at the time asking if I was natural because of how much it changed my legs. Which like, they must have been fucking stupid as yeah. well because like, dude, <laughs> I don't look not yeah. natural. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, stupid. dude, I'm like. At that point, I was like maybe a year into yeah. lifting. Yeah. I, nothing about me looks unnatural. I um I took a GDA a couple times. Never bought one. Yeah. I was given samples, like a few samples of it, servings. Mm. And uh, I'm pretty consistent. I'm like, I don't, you know, I might have something different here, here or there food-wise, yeah. but I'm pretty consistent. Yeah. And back then when I tried them, I was consistent with my food. Mm. I can approve you are consistent and, with uh, here. I mean, I just watched you make oatmeal with yeah. protein powder and blueberries. It's fucking daily. <laughs> but uh, I took a GDA. I think it was Coors. And what is this shit called? Core Load. Load. Yeah. Um, somebody from the Nutrition Corners gave me a few samples. Yeah. Crazy, crazy difference. Uh, yeah. when Especially when I'd have, like, mm-hmm. you know, right with carbs. Yeah. Pre-workout. Like Good 30, 30, 40 minutes before yeah. pre-workout. Got crazy pumps. Yeah, dude. Crazy. And, like, noticeably more vascularity, fullness, and... Uh, I could tell it did give a certain percentage more like it's called a uh insulin mimetic. Yeah. Yeah. But it uh it basically shuttles glucose to be utilized instead of it, it basically, from my understanding, not tricks your body, but signals to your body that this is fuel to be used, not fuel to be stored. Yeah. So taking it like before a workout is great. And I used to get absurd oh. pumps. Like that stacked with I think at the time I was using Jay Cutler's Prevail pre-workout, and then he had a pump product called Amplify, and mm-hmm. they were, like, meant to stack together. 
dude, that shit used to be absurd. Yeah. Have like a Rice Krispie before with that GDA, and then those, that stack. Which makes dude, me that wonder. Was ass. Not that I've ever tried, because you can fuck up real quick with it. Yeah. But like taking actual insulin. You yeah, know, I don't would know. Would that be man. crazy? I know a couple people and watched them. Like when I say watch them within an hour period, before a workout, eat a bunch of carbs, then go to the bathroom, take their insulin. They weren't prescribed. And uh, see them like 30, 40 minutes later in a workout and be fucking a superhero. Really? Like fucking yeah. full, blown to the gills, yeah. fucking 3D looking motherfucker. And it's like, whoa, that shit fucking works. Yeah. But uh, you can fuck yourself up. You know, fuck your pancreas up. You can overdo it. Go into a diabetic coma. 100%. You know, if you aren't eating enough sugar and yeah. whatnot. But also beyond that, because uh, you, you guys are pretty financially conservative is yeah. where you can be insulin's expensive yeah, yeah, yeah. as fuck like it's yeah. so expensive that the people who actually need it are like really struggling mm-hmm. to be able to afford it which yeah that's a whole nother topic that shit is fucked up that like pharmaceutical companies can be like hey i know you need this to literally live yeah. so how about six hundred dollars for do be a doing month's that. supply that's fucked up. yeah like uh, i'm on blood thinners that. and my shit's fucking high Right now, I'm getting it pretty cheap because I'm on some weird, like, weird card for like limited time. But shit's like three hundred dollars a month. Oh, yeah, they give you the dude. discount card, right? Yeah, I'm getting like ten dollars a month right now. But I think it ends like in January, February. But hopefully, fingers crossed, I'm getting off these shits. But um, yeah, it's just hot, dude. I see why I wouldn't buy that shit. I'd just yeah. buy some aspirin and take that twelve dollars. Yeah. But uh, you know, I'm trying to live along. Speaking of which, you know, this is switching gears a little bit. I've had some like thoughts. And I guess it's just because I'm getting older. I just turned 32. Yeah. It's like, man. Happy belated, by the way. Thank you, man. Yeah. Um, and I've mentioned it on the show, but I think goals, I don't know if this was going to be a topic at all, but- I just think about asking about it. I have, goals. you know, I have a, quite a few and I don't, you know, I won't take the time up to list them all, but mm-hmm. one, speaking of like, it's drugs or just things you take daily yeah. or consistently is, uh, you know, I've been on testosterone for a long time. Yeah. Started- when I was like late 23, mm-hmm. pretty much never took a break until I was like 26, 27 to where I came off for like a year. Yeah. Things never came back naturally. So yeah. I just fucking got back on and I've been TRT cruising ever since. Yeah. yeah. TRT type. When I was younger, I used to blast hard. I was going to um, ask, was it like blast and cruise yeah. or was it just blast, blast, blast? A blast and cruise oh, when I was younger. He's blast. But uh, most most likely I was blasting because <laughs> yeah. he's young and dumb. Yeah. But uh, so I've been on nine years. Yeah. Testosterone. Um, and with that being said, I would like to find, and I'm going to do that myself. I don't, I mean, if you want to drop suggestions, DM me, whatever, Mm -hmm. if you know somebody or a doctor, but I would like to find somebody local that I could actually visit in person, but I don't want to go like a wellness clinic. I want to actually find a doctor that could be like my primary. I got you. You know, not just like, I know some, okay, well, we can talk Merrick, Merrick health by, uh, it's actually a, um, are they local? They're not local. This is like an online thing. Because uh, I know online people, but I would like to be able to me, see the guy. I'm a doctor. <laughs> and like, yeah. have like actual conversations instead of yeah. just sending emails back and forth. You'll have, I believe, so this is uh, Derek More Plates More Dates. Yeah. Um, he has a TRT sure. clinic called uh, Merrick Health. Is it in a, the States though? I know he's a Canadian. I believe so, yes. Okay. Um, and these is, this is a, Up north. I'm kind of plugging him right now for free. but uh, Some, Get that paid discount. The, yeah, you <laughs> need the commission uh, check, yeah. He's he's pushed that for a long time, and yeah. actually, uh, I have a friend who went through there to get uh, 
they can provide you with comprehensive blood panels that you can take to a lab and then they can test you for the things that you need to know if yeah. you're trying to be like a bodybuilder and mm-hmm. you're trying to take gear. Um, but with something like that, I know that a good amount of people I have met through, whether it be the nutrition corners or just in the gym, have gone through that website specifically and have good yeah. things to say about it. I, I mean, and not that, of course, I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder anymore. So I, don't, I mean, I do want to yeah. get my blood work done, which I do with my regular physician. Yeah, but yeah. some of the doctors I tell, or they actually ask, hey, are you taking exogenous hormones? And yeah. some of them I tell, and some of them, it's like, almost don't ask, don't tell. If they don't ask, yeah. ever they don't tell them because I don't want to hear the shit. Yeah, you know some of these old heads they're like, oh no 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 no, no. testosterone, oh, no, no, creatine, no no, no. <laughs> supplements, no 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 no. I mentioned it to my mom, <laughs> um, like me doing some type of gear eventually yeah. to my mom, like Christmas, course, your mom, Christmas wouldn't. day, and she goes, if you start doing that, don't talk to me about it. Shit. And I was like, exactly, all right, but you know, uh, don't ask, don't tell policy. <laughs> some doctors are okay. They're just like, hey, yeah, just get your blood work done. Yeah, which you should. Hundred percent. But uh, the main reason I'm looking for something like this because obviously you can get it cheap, way cheaper on the streets per se, yes. or like off the internet. Yeah. But I want lucrative now. Thinking like longevity, since I know I'm going to be taking it for pretty much forever now. It's yeah. like I want the real thing. I want pharmaceutical grade. I don't yeah. want to be getting it from somebody's bathroom kitchen yeah. or bathroom fucking you know workshop where they're brewing it up in some five gallon drum or yeah. something like that and who knows what the fuck else is in it you know heavy metals or carcinogens or whatever the fuck mm. and sometimes when i get a you know a certain run of it i wonder if it's even real it's like man i kind of yeah. feel achy i kind of feel more tired than normal yeah. getting fatter i'm holding more body fat and i'm not changing my diet up it's like wonder if the test is even real is there yeah. any test in it might just be shooting olive oil yeah who the fuck knows yeah. you know you never know extra virgin have you um so, if you're running testosterone yep. more to just like regulate natural, you're trying to be optimal. Hormones, yeah, have you considered running anything else on top of that? Like, like I know, I know there are people who do uh, low levels of like growth hormone just to help with recovery. Yeah, I've heard, or, uh, but no, my growth some things. Yeah, hey, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, and the reason being is because not, I don't want to come off as like I am straight, just cheap, cheap, cheap. But testosterone, to be honest, it's, it's dirt cheap. Yeah. And I feel like we, like we talked shit, about really? earlier, it's almost like the less you inject to your body or give your body. Of course, I am minimalist now. It, yeah. Back when right. I was younger, I'd be like, oh, fucking, the more, you're, the more you take, the more you make yeah. was the mindset. But now I just want to feel good mentally, physically, yeah. feel driven, feel like I got that that pop in me, that youthfulness. Because like, yeah. when I do take some good shit, I sound like a drug addict when I say that, Like, you feel great. Yeah. Joints feel great. You feel like you got unlimited energy. Sex drives great. You know. Um, Do you have a particular esser that you think works no, better for you? Not for me. Yeah. I've taken enanthates. I've taken cypionates. Yeah. Uh, the best I've ever felt when I, for like a short period of time, only took it. Uh, it was like a propionate, which is yeah, like was a fast, kinda, yeah. fast acting, and I had to take that almost every day. Which I'm not trying to be a pincushion. Yeah, that's a lot of pain. But uh, I felt the best off of that, mm. and it was like the lowest dose I've ever took too. So it was like a hundred. 150 milligrams a week yeah uh taking that ester but as far overall i'm just you know my goal is to get legitimate with it yeah like actually find a doctor that can get me some pharmaceutical grade or like you know get me a prescription going because it's about time i'm fucking 32 almost yeah i'm getting old gray hairs and shit i'm just trying to just not put weird shit in my body yeah i can help you figure it out yeah yeah man i I mean i don't 
So being that I work at the the nutrition corners, yeah. I meet everyone. Mm-hmm. Like anyone who buys supplements can come in through there. And so I've met your wife and your girlfriend have been oh, there. Oh, bring it through, <laughs> dude. I've like a big reason that I I took a I took a pay cut to stay there and yeah. work more hours there instead of my other job. I was Fuck. I was making five dollars <laughs> an hour more at the other job. Yeah. I stayed there because of the networking that that job would be able to get me for sure. But I've heard some pretty fucking ridiculous cycles. I'm sure. And with that being the case and like me being the person that they come to, to mm-hmm. seek, like I need help figuring out something about my health. Yeah. I've put a good amount of time into, you know, understanding at least on a basic level, like how, you know, anabolic steroids yeah. impact your body and like different avenues you can go down to do it the safest way possible. For sure. So I'm glad that you mentioned that because I would be very happy to help you out. Well, thanks, man. Well, I mean, I've been doing them for nine years, so I know a lot about them. No, thank you, And I've taken them, a lot of them. Watch my fair share YouTube videos as uh, well. (laughs) You know, I've not only watched, I've dabbled, actually taken them. So I know what what works, what doesn't, at least for me. And, you know, uh, more so just trying to find a legitimate source. I don't need yeah. a backyard. I don't need a bro. I don't, I'm not looking for that anymore. Yeah. Cause I got bros. I know plenty of bros. bros that and hook it hella bros what other this, uh, this goals you got for the year? Um, yeah, I, I almost forgot. That's what so we got. So for the rest of this year or for 2022? I mean, we got one week. So yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, okay. It. So, uh, one thing. Well, you I've, got I've one lost. that's on the board. Yeah. Well, or, I know that, but right. know April, April 1st, Hit my hundred mile, yeah. Um, but Let's that go, that's dude. that's gonna be a given. Yeah. Um, I'm blank right now. You got the seventy five. Or sorry, right you now. got another fifty k, don't you? Yeah. So uh, I got another fifty miler at the end of January. And then do you Ronnie. have a seventy five? Then a seventy five the month yeah. after that, and then the month after that put me in uh, April. Damn, dude. be the hundred. Tapering up. Yeah, tapering You're up. Peaking. Um, feeling pretty good with that actually. You know, I went and rode Saturday. Very horrible ride. Horrible ride. Horrible pace. And I think Strava was fucking up that day. Listen. Something was in there. <laughs> I rode out, and I to- the whole rest of the day, I was telling my wife about it. I was like, the math doesn't fucking add up. I rode an hour out. Did it auto-pause? No, I turned that off. Okay, good. Turned that off. I rode an hour out, because I used the app to watch, because yeah. I'm riding for time, not mileage. Yeah, rode right. an hour out, turned around, made that time back in 26 minutes. No. Not right. Never touched the app. So something fucked up. It must have paused at one point. I guess, but I got like a sudden boost energy or something. I don't know. It felt sucky going out and back, but when an hour out took me twenty six minutes to come back. (laughs) You're like, (laughs) right? So, and I Strava's a little funky though. Like when I ran my um, when sometimes you do a run, and then if you like, let's say used your Fitbit or Apple Watch or something like that. You actually like Strava cuts off like a tenth of a mile off yeah. your thing, or it could be like a whole mile, like depending on what it is. Like it's kind of like a meme that Strava will kind of fuck you. Yeah. But um, but it's also like the, probably the best community app for endurance sports. So yeah. it's also like you I can't not use it. You know? Did you check the time before you left and like check it no. after? Because I've been so reliant on the yeah. app. Yeah, you're just, just going. You I'll know, you go. can't really check it. Yeah. But uh. Regardless, it was, I knew it wasn't going to be my best pace anyways. Like, right out the gate, like, a couple yeah. miles in, I was like, yo, I'm fucking slow. Yeah. And uh, But anyways, got that done. I think we're talking about goals. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I am I know that the bike's going to get done. We can't fucking stay on a top. Yeah, I don't know. And I can't think of the other little goals that I had in my head already. I'll rattle a few for myself then. 
Peyton, if you get some, yeah, I'm sure. Free to throw them in. Hit them. But um, one that's like a, a goal I've had forever. I just haven't really put it down. But since I've been following the squat program, I'd like to take. I got a whole year. I think I can make it happen. Is a four or five pound back squat. The most I've ever done was uh, years ago. I did a belted three sixty five for two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I'm probably just as strong if I used a belt and low bar now. Because now I'm doing a high bar and I haven't touched a belt in like two years. Yeah. And I feel like I'm probably, uh, you know, equivalently just as strong, if not stronger. But um, so working back into uh, back squats and trying to uh, push that and finally hit that kind of lifetime goal. Um, and then uh, the other one is running 50 miler. So I got a 50K in March. Probably plan on doing a 50 miler. Um, maybe a 100K, but probably fit, which would be like 70 five miles ish or something like that 77 um but probably 50 miler in the uh, fall um so doing that maybe like a half marathon or marathon over the summer in between to kind of like prep for it yeah but uh anyway so that's a goal on there is just that 50 miler so that come 2023 run that 100 um which would just be cool Scott, to just, yeah. Is, just, that, is that called an ultra? Sorry to cut you off. Everything over a marathon is technically called an ultra. So, yeah, okay. the 50K is technically an ultra marathon. Um, typically, what people think with ultra marathons, like 50 milers, 100Ks, 100milers, yeah. but technically anything over, like a 50K, is an ultra marathon, um, especially since it's not even like a 50K, which is like 31 miles on the road. It's actually up in like northwest um, Virginia, so it's up in like some mountains. So there's a bit yeah. of elevation. Mm-hmm. There's definitely sections where like you can't run it just based off um, technicality of the trail or off yeah. elevation. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And I've been dealing with uh, IT band injury. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting better, and then you know I have like a, a smidge step back, and so I get like frustrated with myself. And it has been uh, relatively like depressive moments for a few minutes. But like we talked about, like I yeah. feel like over time I've been able to focus on the positive, realize that, you know, I'm only like a year into running like I have a whole lifetime yeah. to work towards this stuff. And so stressing out over, you know, what I can do right now, uh, it does me no good. So, uh, but figure, I've slowly been figuring out more and more like, okay, yeah. I need to implement this exercise, fix this. Uh, my gate's fucked up here. So I'm on the road to recovery. Yeah. But uh, the only thing that's stressing me out about it is because I'm like nine weeks out from it and I haven't really been able to train for it. I was going to ask. So I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking how many days, you know, we probably got what, like six days. So Maddie and I are going on a trip to Colorado, uh, first week of January we'll okay. get back like the 11th. Okay. And from there I'll basically be eight weeks out. Um, so that's basically yeah. the start of like training. You've um, got basically like a hundred days from now until then. If yeah, you want to think about it something like, like that, that. Um, does it make you, how do you deal with that mentally with the idea that damn that's like that's not that far out mentally i know i won't be at my best yeah but i'm i don't know so one thing i saw in an instagram post i thought would be a good thing for me to do is uh write down like a mantra for me to stick to for Mm. the race write it inside my hat and really think about it during my training because um welcome back Austin. but what i was saying was uh that I won't be at my best for this 50K. I just haven't had time to train, be dealing with an injury or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, instead of stressing about that, because I've spent a lot of time just being stressed, about like, oh, fuck, like this right. or that. And I told you about it. We talked about it. And I think I've just come to the realization I'm not going to be at my best. I might not even really be trained that well at all for it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I got 12-hour cutoff time to fucking get this thing done. Yeah. And it's all about just moving fucking forward. Yeah. Um, and so obviously going to train my best for it uh f- fueling is going to be a big part of it and uh you know 
The funny thing is, even if I walked at a 20-minute-per-mile pace, which is like what you, what you normally – like a natural walking pace, like 20 minutes per mile, so you yeah. run like th- – or walk like three miles an hour. Even if you did that, um, I could like technically meet it, you know? So it's not like I have to run super fast, but the biggest thing with the trail, again, with the elevation, the terrain mixed in, um, and things of that nature is, uh, you know – you get fatigued, and so yeah. naturally, even if you're coming out the gate running eight minute per mile, you're slow down. But yeah. um, point is, regardless of how well I train, I'm going to go in with a good attitude, a can-do attitude, and give my best shot. Yeah. And I think if I do that, whether I'm super trained or whether I barely trained, uh, I'm confident I'll get it done. Yeah. Um, because otherwise, I'll waste money. So I'm going to do my yeah. best to get it done. So that's uh, yeah, that's coming up. Looking forward to that. Um, other than that, you know, I'm mean, gonna have some other like smaller, like more personal goals written down, but just continuing to grow like my own personal brand, provide more value either yeah. through Instagram and YouTube and things like that. Um, but that's just with more time and content creation and obviously trying to like get back into running. There's a lot more content when I'm not injured. Right. So doing what I can. But yeah. Which goals you got, Peyton, and we'll wrap this baby up. I um so I have my mock meet. Today's Monday, so mm-hmm. two days. Uh, I have a mock meet. My I was talking to my friend about this the other day, and I have a meeting with my coach later. It's basically like it's really a mock meet. Like he's, we're having a card that says like these are going to be each of my attempts, and I have a goal uh, for each different compound. So current numbers as they have previously stood, not all on the same day either. Two thirty-one bench, four hundred five deadlift, or four hundred seven technically, and uh, three sixty-nine squat. So a total of a thousand and seven pounds. Yeah. Uh I did two twenty five at RP eight and a half the other day, which is a pretty fucking clear indicator that my bench has shot up quite a bit. Yeah. Cause that's was that six pounds under my old PR and it felt like not that difficult. Butter. Yeah. yeah. So aiming for a two forty five to two fifty five sounds pretty reasonable. I I mean I may hit two sixty five. I don't even know. Um so there's that, which is nice because my bench is fucking horrible. My squat, I think I can hit a 10 to 15 pound PR. Uh, I'll definitely hit 370. Like that'll be not comfortable, but pretty easy. And now I got good sleeves that I'm like not worried about. So that's one less stressor going into it. The main goal for this block, though, with deadlifts was to hit 405 for two comfortably, or at least like get the damn thing done my goal just for this mock meet is i want to hit 405 cleanly like i want to hit a comp 405 yeah um so i think i'm trying to think of what that adds up to how many times you hit it i've hit 405 once i've hit 407 because it's been on calibrated plates like two or three other times but they look pretty bad yeah Yeah. but my coach has kind of told me like look it may look a little bad, but if it counts, it fucking counts. So do it cleanly, you know, even if your background's like a motherfucker or your hips shoot up. We're here to move the weight, you know. Like, we can worry about form in your blocks. When the day comes, just move the damn thing. One thing, too, is not everyone's, like, built the same way, so how one rep looks. I mean, to an extent, yeah. you know. Because, like, I was watching my deadlifts back, um, you know, and I could show you the video later. I was doing a... 425 for like uh sets of two uh last friday and yeah. i was looking at back and i was like damn i'm kind of like kind of look kind of bent over yeah but 
my back feels amazing in that position. I feel strong yeah. and comfortable. And it's like, fuck, you know, if it that's feels a, good. That's feel a big good. part of it is like going into when we were working together, I used to almost just RDL yeah. the weight off the floor. And I would have my back rounded, not like ridiculously, but a good amount. And I had never had any back pain. When I started doing, you know, we started working on form and changing the way I went about my deadlift, I started to notice like, I'd get a really ridiculous lower back pump or I'd have lower back pain. Mm-hmm. So over time, we've had to like adjust my my form, adjust my cues. And I want to say when I was peaking the other week, I had a, was it like 345, 350, 360, somewhere in that range uh, deadlift. And that was my top set for the day. And I remember changing lit it was cody actually that gave me this advice so shout out to him but he was like which one uh asian cody or white cody white cody okay yeah white cody he he saw the video that i posted of that deadlift or there was a day or two before where i had a deadlift and he was like try tucking your elbows like more against your body see if that helps i was like okay so when i did that it was between 335 and 365 I did that and I was, I like opened my hips a little bit and that weight felt like fucking butter. And I had never thought of that cue, but it, it like aligned everything else perfectly. And so I feel pretty confident going into this mock meet on Wednesday that I'm going to kill this shit. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. It'd be a good time. And then, so that, I mean, that's technically this year's goal, end of the year goal. Next year, I have a competition June 4th, Battle of the Beach. That'll be my first one. I have another mock meet probably around March that I'll do. Uh, I just got my NASM all squared away for the most part. So that's like pay- it's up to date on payments and everything. And I can start, you know, finishing that up. And then hopefully I'll have coaching and personal training maybe here and definitely some online. Uh, and I just I want to get strong as fuck. I also want to do better with social media. So. I said in one of my recent YouTube videos that it's not that difficult for me to record a couple of hours on my phone, edit on iMovie, slap some music over it, yeah. and upload it. That's not that difficult. We talked about it before. Done is better than perfect. You know? That's what I'm saying. And I, I need to going. stop holding myself to the standard of like, this needs to be a fucking movie. Mm-hmm. People watch f- at the end of the day for you, right? So yep. as long as you are in that video and you're portraying yourself how you really are, then no one gives a fuck if it's like, a little a little all over the place like they just want to watch you yeah and i had to i had to like really get over that recently because i had this q a that i like i recorded it it was the iron belt it's my most recent video the iron belt deadlift competition it's like the first three minutes of the video and then it was my training so that's another like four or five minutes of the video and then i had a q a and i recorded it and i finished and I went and looked at my camp, my phone, because I was recording on my phone, and it recorded like seven or eight minutes. Cut of off, it. yeah. Dude, it was a forty-five minute fucking video. Oh, dude. So I went Damn. back Fuck's and I recorded it again, and this time I set up a mirror, a oh. like standing mirror behind it, so I could see if that button went off. Yeah. And about like ten minutes in, it went off, and I was like, dude, like who's fucking me right now? And I had to like delete all this stuff, whatever. And then it ended up being a 23-minute long video, and it got cut off at the end. And I was like, I'm just going to record. It's like, hey, guys, sorry. I've been trying to do this, but my phone's got other plans. So ending it here, this is 23 minutes of – this is basically a movie at this point. I think I know your fix. 
was that? I think you're recording at too high of a. Uh, oh yeah, you would know maybe. Too high of a quality. So if you back yeah. it down to maybe 1080 well, instead of 4K, I think it was at. Actually, I don't know what it's. I, I should know what it's at, but I don't. Yeah, check it out. It might okay. be at like super high quality, yeah. and mine was the same way until yeah. I backed it down to 1080, which 1080 is good. Um, yeah, and if you bump the FPS up, it, yeah. like, it, it looks almost 4K. Fucking, uh, you'll record unlimited. But my biggest, I think, I don't want to pay for storage. I fucking hate that Apple does that. I don't want to pay for storage. Like, just give me the damn storage. He when wants I pay that for the Bernie phone. Sanders storage. Yeah, free. give me, give me that unlimited storage. Apple doesn't have storage on the phone. No, they no, do. They do, but you got to pay for it's more. It's a dollar for like fifty gigabytes, and it's like three dollars a month for like a hundred. Android, I'm just racked up on that thing, dude. I yeah, I can't. Like, well, I I don't have my storage tapped out, but but you know, if you have a fuck ton of photos, yeah. it racks up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. My issue is videos because I record like I record for training, so I had yeah. to go through and delete like most of my hard drive, almost dude. Almost three hundred videos. Hard drives. I'll sell you one. Half the <laughs> half the I have a hard drive, but half the time I'm just like, this isn't even that important. Like this is me doing like a top set at like two oh five on bench. Yeah, like this going. is not no. sensational. I just have PRs and like memorable sessions saved. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't need all that shit. Fuck I, no. And half my pictures I've offloaded now into a drive. Nice. But it's so, this is the last thing I'll say and then we can wrap it up, but it's so frustrating not not having an easy way to transfer from your phone to like your laptop. It's so like I got to upload it to Google Drive and then well, I have to download the, it from Google the, uh, Drive. And the <laughs> privileged boy over here will tell you get a Mac and yeah. then it'll be easy because you can nah. drop. <laughs> well, hell no. I do. I'm not buying a Mac. <laughs> I can tell you after we're, we get off this, but I, I got a quick way that might save you some time. Yeah. It might help, might not. Anyway, I got to pee. This is a good episode, yep, this though. Is, this is a great episode. I 100%. had a great time. Follow us all. On, yeah, absolutely. A-Page Man. Mm-hmm. Brock Covington. Not that big. Not that big. You know what we didn't Jim do? We didn't say, this is all or nothing show. They already they know. They already know. If, yeah. you, if you know, you already know. And if you did know, now you know. Welcome. Yeah. yeah. Follow us all in the description below. Share we'll the see show. Next week. Subscribe, all that shit. Yeah. See, see you next week. We're out. See ya.